Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of Making Fit Work. I am your host, Nina McGough. Thank you so much for tuning in again this week. I truly do appreciate your listening ears. Today, I wanted to talk about spiraling. Why do we spiral? Why do we spiral out of control? I've been hearing this a lot with clients recently, whether I've been working with them for a while or they're just getting started, is this idea of when they're on, they're on, and when they're not, they are not. So a good day is great and a bad day is really bad. And I do that in quotes, right? Bad, good. I really do hate using those words when it comes to nutrition, but we all kind of know what that means when we say that, right? A day that's unplanned, a day where almost feels like we're deliberately making poorer choices. So whether it's just for a weekend that spirals out of control, a whole week, Sometimes this can even happen for a month, right? Where all of a sudden you're like, why can't I get it back under control? Why do we allow one little, and I'm going to go quotations here, mess up for one bad day, the air quotes, completely derail us from our original goals and intentions? Like I said, I see it all the time with people who are just getting started in their fitness journey or restarting their fitness journey. And quite frankly, I mean, this was something I did for a long time too, to a certain degree. It wasn't until I really started focusing on like what was going on with my mindset behind this behavior that I was able to come to a conclusion kind of why I was allowing myself to derail And when I talk about that stuff with clients now, it's like I just see the light bulb go off in their head. So I really wanted to kind of share that stuff with you today because I think at some point we all, or to some degree, I should say, we all do this a little bit, right? I know some people may struggle with their relationship with food more than others. So I want to just kind of dive in and hopefully some of this resonates with you whether you do this, you know, for a day or two and you derail completely, or, you know, you let it linger and go on longer than that. What I realized, and I just want to throw out there, obviously, I think most of you know this, I am a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. I specialize in the female metabolism. I am not a food therapist, okay? So I do want to throw that out there. I am not a food therapist, but from my personal and professional experience, working mainly with women who are going through uh, weight loss, fat loss, just personal transformations, this is what I found. It really comes down to two things. Number one, unrealistic expectations of ourselves, the way we should eat, our diet, and our nutrition. And we'll dive deeper into what I mean by that. And two, disappointment. Disappointment in ourselves. So let me start off by giving you an example because 
personally, that's how I learn and how things click with me the most. So for example, let's say that you derail for a weekend, okay? You go Monday through Friday, let's say you're on point, your meals have been prepped, you're drinking your water, you're like doing so good. Maybe you even lost a couple of pounds for the week. You're like, yeah, I got this. I'm nailing it, right? So you go into the weekend and you say, I'm going to be good. I'm going to keep doing these things. I'm going to I'm going to keep eating healthy even if we go out to eat this weekend and uh even if we have a crazy busy weekend, I'm going to make good choices and I'm I'm not going to eat pizza or I'm not going to do this. You start kind of setting these ground rules for yourself of what you're going to allow yourself to do and not to do even though the weekends are different, even though the schedule is different, even though you're going to be busy, even though you might be meeting up with some friends, you still start to set up these ground rules for yourself that you're, you know, you're going to put in line to follow. And then say you don't follow those rules to a T. So let's say, you know, you are planning that you, you know, if you go out to eat, you're going to order a salad and you're going to keep it light and and you're not really going to drink. You're going to have one drink. That's it. Just one drink. So what happens is if you allow yourself to break one of those rules, right, which happens a lot, like maybe peer pressure, maybe the mood of the day change, and maybe now you're like, man, I really do want more than one drink or wow, I'm at this restaurant and I really don't feel like having a salad and I'm going to I'm going to go with a cheeseburger instead. Because you set these high expectations for yourself and then you essentially end up breaking the rules, you broke the standard that you set for yourself, you end up with this feeling of disappointment. You feel disappointed because you set the bar you told yourself you weren't going to do this and you you failed essentially that feeling of disappointment that feeling of failure that feeling that you could you didn't even have the willpower messes with you it messes with you it bothers you it starts to fester and then before you know it you've let your whole day derail you've let your whole weekend derail you've let your whole week spin out of control all because of that feeling of initial disappointment like why did i do that i said i wasn't going to and i did but that negativity just kind of it festers and then it grows. It starts to grow. So that's where that like, I don't even care feeling comes in. That's where the effort I already messed up feeling comes in, right? Where you're just like, whatever, I already ruined my day. Why do you feel like that? That's because you're mad at yourself. You become mad at yourself for essentially letting yourself down, essentially setting yourself up for self-sabotage, right? So then you just go F it. You just say, forget it. I already ruined it. I obviously suck at this. I obviously don't have any control. I obviously can't even hold it together and eat according to my diet for seven straight days. I don't have any willpower. So you throw your hands up. It's really that feeling of 
failure and disappointment that pushes you towards throwing the rest of your day off, the rest of your weekend, the rest of your week, your month, whatever it is, until you can finally get that motivation or turn your attitude around to like restart and hit that button all over again. And I get that. I think for me, when I realized I was doing that, it was actually around the holidays. I can't remember whether it was Thanksgiving, probably Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. And what I was doing is I was going into the holiday with these unrealistic expectations of myself, right? I was going into the holiday saying, nope, I'm not going to eat this and I'm not going to eat that and I'm going to stay away from desserts. There's no reason for it. I don't need to have it. I'm I'm just not going to. I'm just going to eat my protein and focus on protein and veggies <laughs> at Thanksgiving. I'm going to have one glass of wine. I'm not going to have any bread. And, you know, I went into it with these like, yes, these are my rules for the holiday. I am not going to allow myself these sweet treats. Like I have the willpower. I can do it. I don't need the sweet treats. And you know what? No, I don't need them, but it's the freaking holiday and I want them. That was the bottom line is that I wanted them, but I set these restrictions and these guidelines for myself on how I was going to eat during this festive holiday. And so the minute I let my guard down and said to myself, you know what, I'm just going to have one you know, one sweet treat, one cupcake, one piece of cheesecake, or, you know, one bite, even though it was just one, that immediate feeling of disappointment and failure sets in. It's almost immediate. It's like that little, you know, negative Nancy on your shoulder going, ha ha, I knew you couldn't do it. I knew you couldn't stay away. You already had one, right? And then that sets the tone. Then you immediately start to feel like, ah, I couldn't even stay away from one. I couldn't even do the thing I said, right? So then that just kind of sets the tone. It changes. It changes the way you think for the rest of the day. Our thoughts truly do create our reality. So once you start feeling disappointed because you did something that you didn't set out to do, everything changes. Everything switches. You go from positive to negative right away. So how can you change that, right? How can you change that so that you don't set yourself up for failure? And a few tips, something that worked for me, especially around the holiday is one, being realistic, right? Like I might not need dessert at the holiday, but I certainly want it, right? So just allowing myself, knowing that, of course, I'm going to have it, that right there, that like, yes, I am going to have it, of course, right? Why wouldn't I? It's the holiday. That expectation and that, I guess, giving myself some wiggle room allowed me to have it and then not feel like I had to have five more, (laughs) right? It allowed me to have it enjoy it, and then just kind of stop there because 
I no longer switched from that negative. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, to, and I did it. And now clearly I suck. So I'm just going to have five more. So tip number one would be to allow for some wiggle room to enjoy. Plan some of your day. So I'm going to give just the example of a weekend. I know the weekends are tough for everybody. Your weeks are scheduled, they're structured typically, right? You know your work schedule, you can plan ahead, maybe you make lunches. Plan some of your weekend as well. It doesn't have to be the whole weekend. It doesn't have to be every meal, but think ahead a little bit. Take some time to go, all right, what days are we gonna go out for dinner this weekend? Are we meeting up with friends? What do we think we're gonna do? Do we think we're gonna order takeout when they come over? Chances are the answer is yes, right? So how can you plan the rest of your day? Plan some of your day If you go into your weekend like a free-for-all, that's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be a free-for-all. So even if you're just planning out your breakfast, maybe you don't know what the rest of the day brings, but start your day with some options that are going to make you feel good, right? So for example, the way I'm just trying to give you like a visual. For example, if I know we're going to go out with friends for dinner, then that's going to be a morning that I'm not going to start off with pancakes, right? That's just personally. It's not going to make me feel good to have to start with pancakes and then maybe eat on the fly for lunch and then take out with friends, right? So look at your day strategically and try to plan out the day or at least plan out some of your day. Tip number two would be don't skip meals. This happens all the time. People are not sure what they're going to do for dinner or they plan on having takeout. So then they don't eat most of the day. Well, what's worse? People, you hear this all the time. Don't go to the grocery store hungry, right? Don't order takeout hungry. Don't go out to a restaurant hungry. It's not just about saving calories or making room. It's not really about that. Again, it comes back to your mind and your thoughts, right? So you might not think it's a big deal to skip meals and then have a big dinner. But what happens when you go into a big dinner or ordering takeout when you've skipped breakfast or you've skipped lunch? Your mind immediately goes to, I haven't eaten all day. I haven't eaten all day. Oh my goodness, I I had this is my first time eating today. You will absolutely, chances are, overdo it, even if it's just that one meal a day. And then what's going to happen? Then you wake up the next day and you feel like crap, right? Like you don't feel good. Maybe your tummy is off, all that stuff. In the long run, it might be like, oh, I only had one meal today, but I would prefer that my clients have smaller meals throughout the day, knowing that they're going to order takeout, than to go into a takeout dinner and it just be a free-for-all, right? One, they might not physically feel good afterwards. And two, it really does make a difference, right? It really does make a difference. Having food in your stomach, mentally, it makes a difference because you're not going, wait a minute, I haven't eaten all day today. Mentally, that makes a difference because now it's just one of your meals for the day rather than your only meal for the day. 
Tip number three is to avoid strict rules and guidelines. So this goes back to the example I gave you of myself personally at Thanksgiving. If you are going into your weekend going, this is what I'm going to do as far as being strict, this is different from planning, right? Planning out like, all right, this is what I'm going to have for breakfast and lunch, knowing that we're going to go out for dinner later and I'm not sure what I'm going to have or what I feel like having, or we have plans with friends later and I'm not sure what's on the agenda. Planning is different from strict rules and guidelines. And what I mean by that is setting yourself up with do's and don'ts. This reminds me of telling a toddler not to do something, right? Don't touch that. What does the toddler do? Runs up to it, looks you straight in the eye and slams their hand on it, right? Like if you set yourself up with too many guidelines as far as what you're allowed to do, what you can have, what you can't have, eventually you're going to look yourself right in the eye and you're going to have it anyway because you end up getting sick of someone telling you no, you get sick of, you know, trying to restrict, trying to have the willpower all the time. So avoid strict rules and guidelines. Enjoy the time with family and friends. This is key. I think I talked about this around the holidays this past year. Be grateful for the time with your family and friends. Take the focus off of the food and into the time, the quality time that you're spending with family and friends. That was huge for me to make that shift around the holidays, right? That mindset shift around Thanksgiving. Instead of planning the day and trying to look at Thanksgiving, like, what am I going to have? What am I not going to have? Here's my rules for the day on what I'm going to stay away from so I don't fall off or so I don't, you know, overdo it on Thanksgiving. I just started to really think about, can't wait to see my family. I love Thanksgiving. I love the way we get all together. This is like the one day where we're all in the same room. These are the things I enjoy about the day. So do that when it comes to the weekends with your family and friends. Try to focus on the things you're grateful for. Try to focus on the time being spent, the laughs being had, and not so much, well, what's going to be there for food? What can I have? What should I have? What can't I have? Right? Let's try to change that mindset a little bit and shift towards thinking positively about the occasion rather than negatively about all the food. And last but not least, this is always my biggest tip. And truly, if you can start to implement some of these little solutions, the goal is to be able to just move on. Nobody is perfect. We're all going to have days, nights, times where we maybe overdid it a little bit. Maybe we had one more cocktail than we planned on had. Maybe we did some unnecessary snacking that we're not feeling awesome about. Just move on. Because truly, when it comes down to it, one bad day isn't going to derail you. However, if you let that one bad day, that one meal, whatever it is, throw you off into two, three, a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month of bad days, 
that's where you get in big trouble, right? That's where then you start to feel really bad and have a hard time getting back on. And maybe for you, it's only a day or two, but if you can even nip it in the bud after one day and just move on, you will be in such a better place when it comes to your health and fitness journey. So really focusing on what is going on, what are you thinking when you have that bad day? The thing I find the most is most people know they do it. They know they're derailing themselves. They know they're self-sabotaging and yet they can't seem to stop themselves. So that would be a big thing right there. If you catch yourself doing it, can you take a second to stop and truly ask yourself, what am I doing right now? Why am I doing this? Is it worth it? That's all I've got for you guys today. I hope this was helpful. I always feel... Now, I don't want to say awkward, but you know, I know that this food stuff, especially when it comes to personal habits, like emotional eating, things of that nature can feel hard to talk about, hard to listen to, definitely hard to understand if you've never experienced it yourself. I've been getting some great suggestions on things to address here on the podcast, and I hope you keep that feedback coming because for me, some of these things I have dealt with myself, but I've forgotten that I used to deal with these things. And even if I've never dealt with it personally, I'm sure I've had clients who have dealt with some of these things and I want to be able to talk about it and be a resource to you all. So please keep your suggestions coming. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. And as always, be strong, be healthy, be happy. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fitwith underscore Nina, or you can join my private community on Facebook called Making Fit Work and drop topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.